Good morning, everybody, on this 5th day of February 2021. <clears throat> In today's story, um, we got um, a story from Louisiana. Um, the story says that a Louisiana man hired two hitmen to kill his niece to stop her from testifying in a rape trial said by police but instead the girl's mother was actually shot dead after she pretended to be her daughter now the mother named Brittany Cormier was killed on January 13th at her home in Montegut about 70 miles southwest of New Orleans Hope Nettleton a neighbor visiting Cormier at the time was also killed Cormier's brother and convicted, is a convicted sex offender. Bu Cormier was arrested along with two of his friends, Andrew Eskin and Dalvin Wilson. Andrew Eskin being a white male, Dalvin Wilson being a black male, and the uh, mother and a friend also um, white females. They've been charged with two counts of first-degree murder and are each being held on $2 million bond. Bu Cormier was 35 who was 35 was initially arrested in march and charged with raping his niece according to a press release from the terrebonne parish sheriff's office records indicate that the case is still moving through the courts in the vermilion parish he being buchman solicited and paid eskin and wilson to kill the victim authority said on the day of the murders cormier was home with her daughter, stepdaughter, and Nettleton, the neighbor, according to the Advocate News. The Terrebonne Parish press release states that Wilson used Eskin's truck to drive to the home. Eskin was out of town for work that day, but facilitated the vehicle and planned to carry out the murders, the press release states. The shooter then the shooter once arrived, the shooter asked for the rape victim by name, and Brittany Cormier tells the shooter she's the rape victim instead. Sheriff Timothy said at the press conference on Monday, he said the 34-year-old mother accepted her fate to save the life of her, the, excuse me, save the life of the actual victim, which was her daughter. Nettleton, 37, was killed after trying to fight off the shooter. Um, told as told to reporters, Cormier's daughter and stepdaughter hid in the closet during the murders. The advocate reported. During the investigation, authorities learned that Bu Cormier and his friends had traveled to Brittany Cormier's home prior to the January 13th shooting to conduct surveillance. In November, Eskine and Wilson returned to carry out the murder, but it was a failed attempt. Terrebonne Parish authorities said Eskine, 25, and Wilson, 22, have confessed to their involvement. Attorney information was not available for them for Buchomir. Samantha Lee Marie says she was a longtime friend with Brittany Comier. She described her as a person who would do anything for her children, but to this extent, she said, I would have never thought it would have come to down to this, she said. And it just goes to show that you can never be too safe with your children. We as people have a tendency of meeting new people and allowing anybody around our children we should all think twice this world is not safe it's not safe for anybody people that you run into people that you come to know you think you know but you really don't know nobody knows a person unless they're with them every day of the week 24 7 every minute and every second of the day outside of that you're just hoping and you're guessing you have to be more careful about the people you put around your children it is not 
for you to put your children in such a situation or predicament because of what you think or believe when you do not know what is true about a person. Now, this is even comes down to family being involved. So that just goes to show you if family could do harm like this to your children. What more can a stranger do? Please be careful about who you put your children around. For the women out there, if you're dating a man that you just met, please take the time. Take the 10 or $20 and go do a background search. Find out as much as you can about a person when you newly dating them and you get to the point that you believe they should be around your daughter. And even when it comes to family, if you know that you have a sex offender in your family, there should be no particular reason that that person should ever be alone with your child under any circumstances. You have to use your head, you have to use your mind, and stop running with your heart all the time. Protect your kids, be more smart about what you do, and stop going off emotion, but use your head and find out background information about anybody that is going to be around your child alone, which really, I say that I would prefer my kids never to be alone with nobody, unless it's a daycare, and even then, you still, it's not 100%, so please, this is just another story that just shows us that the people we think we know are not the people that we know at all. Good morning. On this day, February 5th, 2021, Again, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, it seems that every time we go through the news, it's the same old, same old for every situation, every category. This is another story, just how people have to be careful about the people they bring into their lives, especially when you have children. I don't know how to say this as best as possible, but please take time to really know a person, check their background. Get to know people who know them. Get to know the people who are no longer around them and why, who are in their family. Please take your time to get to know people and stop bringing people around your children. This this mistake is made over by women over and over and over. And it's not about the color. It's not about the race. It's not about the class. It's just about human nature as of today human beings most people are just not good people and when you come to accept that you will be able to look harder and put more effort into getting to know truly the person who you decide to bring in your life and not just going by what you see what they show you but really digging deep into a person's background and knowing their mentality how they think and the pattern of their behavior it is very necessary today this story is about a boy in Minnesota, um, an 11-year-old boy in Minnesota. It goes on, before the boy died, who was shot multiple times, was able to tell the police that his mother's boyfriend was the one who had allegedly shot him, as well as his mother and 14-year-old sister. On Saturday, the lady by the name of Desandria D. Wallace, her 14-year-old daughter, LaPortia, and her son, Jacoby, Corby, if I'm saying that right, who's 11 years old, were found dead in their St. Paul home, according to a new release. 
Officers have responded to a 911 call reporting a shooting when they discover the 30-year-old and her daughter dead. Jacorby was found unresponsive and was transported to a local hospital where he succumbed to his injuries. But before he died, first responders asked Jacorby who had shot him, to which the boy responded, Keith, the name of his mother's boyfriend according to a criminal complaint obtained by the WCNC. Jacorby had been shot five times, his sister was shot ten times, and his mother was shot twice. On Sunday, Keith Jones, 26, was arrested. He faces three counts of second-degree intentional murder. Wallace and her children, known to their family as Tweety, Suga, and Kobe, moved to St. Paul less than six months ago from Mississippi to start a new life. She started to work, she moved into her own place and began looking to school looking into schools, the family wrote on a GoFundMe page. Desandria had dreams of becoming a lawyer and helping minorities in need. Desandria was beautiful, outgoing, full of life that wanted the best for her children. Desandria loved her children with her whole heart. According to the complaint, Jones allegedly told police he killed the family to save them. Attorney information from Jones was not available as of this Thursday, excuse me, Friday afternoon. Now this is obviously a sick, mentally ill individual and just simply evil. Anybody who shoots a kid 10 times and uh, a small child, small girl, five times, it's, it's just, excuse me, the daughter was shot 10 times and the little boy was shot five times and the mother shot twice. How sick do you have to be? And as the story says, this woman just months ago, just a few months ago, just moved from one state to another to get a fresh start. Upon getting a fresh start, met another guy in this new state that she had moved to only for (laughs) bringing this guy into her home around her children, only for him to murder them all. This, This, I think, it's getting to a point that if people continue to go down this road then it's not that they who we should feel sorry for but it's the children because this happens over and over and over again and people continue to make the same mistake because they are neglect excuse me they are how's the word goes negligence i can't even get it out this morning but they it's just it's just parent neglect and I'm sorry to say, but this, like I said before, the story has been told over and over and over again each day of the week, seemingly, and people continue to do the same mistakes over and over again. Why are you moving to one state to another to get a new start on life? Evidently, life wasn't great for you where you left, so you needed a whole new start, but you continue to make the same mistakes. You can't get a new start by making the same mistakes no matter where you move to. We have to think. We have to prepare. We have to prep ourselves. We have to. We have to put. We have to have set goals and make a game plan for our life from this point on. We can't just keep winging it and then fall into the same old habits as before. We have to really change ourselves. Moving to one location to another don't change oneself. And just change your address. You really have to work within yourself in order to change yourself by starting on the inside and figuring out where you went wrong in the past and what mistakes you've made in order not to make them again. We got to do better. We got to move forward. As another sad day, another sad story.
Good morning and good day, brothers and sisters and ladies and gentlemen. Once again, on this day of February the 5th, 2021. Is it me or is it that New York City is becoming a total shithole country? Or pretty much comparable to one? New York City has... I, I just don't get it, but... I do get it, but... I don't get it. And I say that because I understand with the pandemic and all and the loss of jobs, the loss of income, people who have already been on a lower level of income um, are even, you know, that much further down a toting pole. And crime is just running rampant in New York, all around the country. But New York is just one of those places that is just seemingly just completely out of control. You can't go a day without several stories about just the inhumane way that people are acting out there and this story um comes on comes from the february 3rd on wednesday it was um a post a story about um a girl in new york city a mother um i'm gonna read the story to you it says on a recent saturday in january in january about 12 30 p.m Shadina Smith had just left her New York City apartment when she was allegedly groped by a man on the street. The 29-year-old mother of a one-and-a-half-year-old boy told her fiancé, who's 26, what had happened, and the two rushed out of their apartment at West 150th Street in Harlem to confront the man. And that's reported by the, the New York Delhi News. And um, it goes on to say, minutes later, the man shot Smith and her fiancé multiple times in the first floor hallway of their building, police said. At 12.39 p.m., police rushed to the scene responding to a 911 call about two people who were shot, the New York City Police Department says in a release. Officers found Smith unconscious and unresponsive with multiple gunshot wounds to the chest. Um, next, that's um, a report from the New York Police Department. Her fiance, who has not been publicly named, was conscious and alert after being shot in the torso and left arm. The two were rushed to a local hospital where Smith was pronounced dead. Her, fi- her fiance was listed in stable condition and has since been released from the hospital. As police continue to hunt for the gunman, Smith family is mourning her loss. It's been a horrific nightmare situation, Smith aunt. Corny Booker, 33, told the Delhi News. Smith's 18-year-old son, Uriel, was her world and her joy, Booker told the Delhi News. She was very interested in her son and his future, she told the Delhi News. She also went on to say, I hate that he won't be able to know how wonderful and how resilient she was. We just want to make sure to give him all the love that we can. This is... This is probably a lesson to be learned. Unfortunately, it had to come with loss of life. But the lesson to be learned here is we don't live in a time where I know because um, a man want to be protective and you still have to be and you still can be without going to the extent of putting yourself in harm's way or the people that you love. We want to be able to say, oh, you grab my woman or you touch my woman and go out and be, you know, be masculine and I get that alpha male, but in this day and time, we just got to do things smart, smarter than we used to. We don't live in a time where people threw up their hands and fought it out. We don't live in them times at all. Them times have been long gone. I mean, long gone, to say the least. 
it's we just got to find a smarter way to be protective of our loved ones and it's, it's sad that it had to come down to this just for a man to and the thing is she 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 made it home to our apartment safe and sometimes it's best not to tell your significant other what's going on knowing that that type of person may be the one to overreact and something like this can come out of it and if it was something that was going on on a daily basis that's one thing that's where you get the cops involved that's where you get restraining orders and so forth and you know do as best you can with the law and um therefore when you do get in a confrontational um situation then you could defend yourself and if it comes down to deadly action that you have to take at least there's a paper trail for you to you know have have on your side side of things to back your stance and know that you know you're you've been defending yourself against this person for, for this how long but to just make it home to your apartment then you and your boyfriend go out and confront the person not knowing how dangerous this person is i mean just put yourself in a whole world of you know unknown the unknown and um it's like i said this day and time we have to think different and act differently these are not the days of old this is not the days of our parents these are not the days that we grew up in in the 90s and early 2000s this these days are very very different the world is more wicked than it has ever been than since I can remember my lifetime. And we got to keep that into mind when we act on things and how we act on things. And as I said before, any way that you can do it the lawful way, the best way possible for when something does come down, then you have a paper trail. Outside of that, you, you really have to think twice before going and playing Mr. Macho out here with these people. And that's a sad truth, but that's just the way it is. And I hope we can all learn a lesson from this and do things the best way possible. Think it out before we rush out and um, deal with things in anger and off emotions. Because when we deal with things off anger and emotions, nine times out of ten, nothing good is coming out of that at all. And that's just what it is.